I'm a stupid bitch. I'm a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. I am a stupid bitch. Welcome to this week's episode of Dumb Bitch Media. Hi, everybody. We're here. There's a dog with us. <laughs> Feeling good. I haven't been home in like 52 hours until right now. <laughs> 52 hours? Oh, I well, guess, yeah. Okay. Since I went to work on Friday morning. Right, that, I'm just bad at math. Sunday at 4, four o'clock. All right. <laughs> You're right, I'm wrong. I don't know how many hours. <laughs> it's definitely more than 48 and less than 72. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Um, I don't think I'm hungover. Okay. <laughs> I was just like depressed before I started drinking last night and then like <laughs> felt really good and then I'm like depressed again, but I don't okay. think it's from drinking. But it's not a hangover. No. You have like a peach iced tea on the dough. Yeah. Is it healing you? Um. No, like I feel the same. Okay. I just was like crying yesterday and then I was yeah. like crying this morning. So I just feel like <laughs> nothing's different, you know? <laughs> I ate more food in between dinner last night and breakfast this morning than I have probably in like a week and a half combined before then. <laughs> well, so I feel really good, actually. <laughs> I was going to say that's good. Yeah. I, you should spread that out over a more equal number of days so that it's sustainable i ate dinner and had breakfast that's awesome thanks good job (laughs) so we got lots to talk about this week guys weezer released the teal album a full album of exclusively 80s cover songs covers not just 80s it is just 80s no yeah no scrubs oh that's 90s uh, it's not early any, 2000s yeah it's not any decade in you're general. right yeah okay it's just the Weezer are what like gen Xers. yeah so they're probably just covering songs that are like popped off relevant <laughs> to them yeah that's true i think we have maybe different opinions on this <laughs> i like weezer okay so do i because i'm white yeah <laughs> i just i think they're fun yeah, I I was definitely could be considered a Weezer fan, but I think that this album was trash. <laughs> and I think that it's always a cop out to do a full album of covers. I like it when artists that I like do covers, but I think a full album of just covers is like hack. Lazy. Okay. It's like doing a remake of, of your a, own album or remake of a movie, like shot for shot. Doing remakes. a remake of a movie, even like doing a sequel to a movie. You know what I mean? It's much easier than actually writing. Yeah, they haven't written anything in a long time. No. Probably because they're all like married or have children or something. <laughs> I don't know. They're I, busy. <laughs> I couldn't really avoid being a Weezer fan because I was kind of like raised on them. Right. Like my brother and I would play. Say it ain't so on Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> and also Island in the Sun was in that movie where it's like about a mermaid. Oh, yeah. The uh, Disney movie. Aquamarine. Aquamarine. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite Weezer song? Across the Sea, which okay. is like a deep cut. That's a good one. Yeah. That's their best. Their best album is Pinkerton. And it also has like one of the smartest album names of all time. 
Okay. Because, okay, so the whole album is basically about how Rivers Cuomo, the lead singer of Weezer, is a sex pervert who's obsessed with, like, (laughs) teenage Japanese girls. Jesus, okay. Yeah, well, think about, like, so El Scorcho, which is on that album, starts with, like, goddamn all these half Japanese girls do it to me every time. Right. That's on. And then Across the Sea is basically a whole song about how he has this teenaged fan in Japan who keeps sending him fan letters. Oh my god. And then the lyrics of the song are like, I wonder what clothes you wear to school. I wonder how you decorate your room. I wonder how you touch yourself. Okay. (laughs) Do you remember when he posted on MySpace a breakdown of what race of girl each song was about? No. Because someone accused him of like (laughs) fetishizing... Asian people. He definitely has yellow fever. He does, but he was like, actually, that's not true. Some of these songs are about like Hispanic people or like black women (laughs) or like this one's about a white girl. This one's about a half Japanese girl. And he like broke it down in a list on MySpace. He's an equal opportunist pervert. Yeah. It's like, I will say that that song, like Across the Sea, the one where he's obsessed with a teenage girl in Japan, she's 18 in the song. Okay. Yes. But... (laughs) (laughs) whatever it's not any better it's such a good song to listen to when you're separated by distance from your favorite person to have like filthy disgusting morally wrong perverted sex with (laughs) specifically (laughs) it really captures that mood sorry so pinkerton is the name of the album that's all about how he's obsessed with japanese women and pinkerton is the name of the main character in the opera Madama Butterfly, um. which is Pinterton's the American soldier who moves to Japan during the war and yeah. then marries a 15-year-old Japanese girl. Okay. Yeah. It's and not it has- it's not subtle. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it has a color in the name, like the rest of the album. Yeah, that yeah. I appreciated. Yeah. All right, let's get into the Teal album. <laughs> So uh, there was some some classics. Um, Africa is the first song on the album. Africa by Toto. Thumbs down. Yeah, I don't acknowledge anything other than the Carl Wolf Carl Wolf cover of Africa. Do other people know about that? Like, just no, Carl like he's Wolf? Canadian. He's Canadian. Okay. Yeah, he's very like yeah. he played at like Palestinian Fest here like ten years ago. I thought he was a white Arab, but I wasn't sure. Is he? I don't. I don't know. I just mean he's not like famous at all, really. Okay. Like, yeah. He he played like a local like cultural festival. Yeah, he was like a local kind of one hit wonder. Yeah. So, but I mean, he has the best cover, so yes. Weezer can get fucked on that one. I don't know why so many people insist on covering that song. I don't I, even think it's a particularly good song. It's not good. Okay. I don't think anything about it is good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody Wants to Rule the World. I don't even know that song. You don't know that song? No. Oh my god. The original. Are you joking? No. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. I was listening to this album and half the songs I was like, don't know, don't like, don't know, don't like. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmics. Okay, yeah, no one can do it better than Annie Lennox, so... I don't think anybody can do it better than Annie Lennox, but weirdly, he sounded almost exactly like Annie Lennox. 
<laughs> He's a shapeshifter. But yeah, the only line where you could tell that he wasn't Annie Lennox was the main line in the song. Sweet dreams. dreams are made of these because okay. he pronounces it differently. Okay. But other than that, he sounded exactly like her, which was weird. Which made the cover extremely redundant. Yeah, well, I feel like all of the cover... Well, the first half of the album, I feel like, is very redundant because, like, Africa, mm-hmm. all of those are... They just sound exactly like wedding band covers, you know? It's just There's so no tired. artistry. It's There's no so artistry. Tired. Yeah. Did you like any of the songs? <laughs> like, what, what was your, like, least offensive one? I... Okay. I didn't really like any of the covers, but of choices of songs that they made i do obviously like the original of no strubs yeah and i do like happy together mm-hmm. as a song but similarly to africa i only acknowledge the simple plan cover of happy together from the freaky friday soundtrack <laughs> okay <laughs> i fucking hate the song Happy Together. I liked it so much. Oh, I hate it. Imagine me and you. There's a... I hate it. Really, really sad <laughs> video of me that I hope doesn't exist anymore of me being extremely drunk and singing that song to a pizza that my roommate from <laughs> <laughs> year So you're a true fan then? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so my like most favorite cover i guess was billy jean black what black what does that mean yeah okay (laughs) (coughs) i don't even like that song that that much but i like the guitar solos that they put into it that's a song that i'm never excited to hear you know what i mean billy jean is one of those songs that always comes on uh, late at night at the bar and it's a hell song to play at the bar if you're not hammered yet yeah or if you're not hammered or if you're not hammered yet it's like i need to leave any bar and go home as soon as any of those songs comes on that everybody fucking thinks they know the words to uh they yell along with it i would file it with billy jean sweet caroline don't stop believing so, like, something Weezer would put on a cover album. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People could drunk stream it at a wedding also. Yeah. I'm not drinking enough. That's the problem. <laughs> you could like the album <laughs> if you were drinking more. Uh, My least favorite cover was No Scrubs. I would agree with that. Because, like, I just find it so annoying when, like, and this is, like, not going to be a good comparison necessarily, but, you know, like, white girls on YouTube who play, like, covers of rap songs on ukulele? Nikki Heaton. Who? <laughs> Nikki Heaton, that girl that's, like, really hot, and she sort of got famous because she had a YouTube cover of her doing Orna. And yeah. And she was extremely hot, like, an acoustic mm-hmm. cover. Like that. Yeah. That's how I feel about them doing No Scrubs. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I think they just threw it on there because they had to hit some sort of diversity quota on artists that they were covering. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why I don't like it. I'm just yeah, like, it doesn't no, make any sense, you know? It doesn't, thematically, it doesn't make sense with the rest of the... Exactly. Except for that, similarly, it would play at a wedding mm-hmm. with the rest of those songs. Mm-hmm. Like, a wedding of... what? Where you're, like, the first person to get married in your friend group and all of your bridesmaids are, like... 
single and like are gonna be messy so you like put no scrubs on the playlist for them <laughs> you know what i mean i just and, like, thought i would be the one who was trying to get married, married first, first. <laughs> and like you're bright like you're like maid of honors like sloppy drunk and like has her dress like hiked up over her hips yeah and, she and is like, like grinding on the best man and like blows someone yeah in the bathroom she like, she, like blows a waiter she she hooks up with two different guys this isn't slut shaming it's purely like drunk best maid yeah it's best maid best maid, maid of, of honor. honor it's it's tradition mm-hmm. if you get married young if you were like the type of cut loser who had like a female best friend with I would never and have a female best friend. And she stood for you. Would she be called the best mate? <laughs> what? Are like you saying that? If his best friend that oh. stood for him was a woman, would it, she be the best maid? I don't know. I think they have like they have like little like fun words for that for like people that are like subverting gender norms. So it's like I think it's like man of honor, man of and, honor, like, yeah. best woman, which is like lazy. Boo. <laughs> I saw Weezer live yeah. a while ago at Blues Fest, and it was really weird. Well, first of all, I dressed up, and then I ran into my coworker that I had a huge crush on at the time, and he was like, wow, you're really pretty when you're not at work. Wow. <laughs> That's so <laughs> bad. like, honestly, an iconic nag. When the show was starting, a mayfly landed on uh, Rivers Cuomo's microphone <laughs> and he picked it up, stared at it and was like, hi, little friend. And then he ate it. Ew. Because he's being so like intentionally weird. It was like the most oatmeal <sighs> version ever of like Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a bat. I fucking hate <laughs> that. It's like he's trying to be like Blink-182. Like, Yeah, he was definitely being like unintentional i feel like that is just like a symptom of what they were doing with this album which is that they're just like washed up yeah you know 100 i feel like they're getting old and also i kind of feel like maybe rivers cuomo's like debt doesn't work anymore or something and he, he's, <laughs> he's like not horny anymore and he can't write music Music about being horny yeah well, it's like samsonite like his his dick broke and now he lost his powers maybe he's been like chemically <laughs> castrated or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all that being said, I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> you liked the whole thing. Yeah, I did. Overall. Because I just, like, I don't, like, I get that it's, like, unartistic, but I just, like, like a good cover. Like, I like his voice, so yeah. I don't really care. And some of their, like, instrumentation was interesting. Like, I liked their guitar solos okay. on songs where there weren't guitar solos before. Okay. All right. I, I, I disagree, but I accept you. Okay. I like covers a lot, usually. And I like Weezer. So I was mm. just... I think it was probably, for me, it was just a song choice. I was yeah. like, I didn't particularly... I didn't care about any of these songs that much to begin with. And... If I did, I think that the original or an earlier cover was better. good enough that they didn't need to be covered again. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Yeah, what else happened this week? Kamala Harris announced her run to be the Democratic nominee in the presidential yeah. race in 2020. 
It's really interesting that this happened like a week apart from Firefest documentaries because similarly, a uh, sandwich seems, seems to have brought both of them down. I said, oh, fuck the egg and cheese. That, uh... Yeah, so she, <laughs> everybody's like roasting Kamala Harris. Sorry, is it Kamala or is it? It's Kamala, It's right? Kamala. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. I saw something online that was like, that's not how you say it, but I think it is. It makes me always think Camaro. Oh, like yeah. the car. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so she after she announced her run or her bid or whatever you want to call it, um, she posted a picture of herself trying to be relatable. It was very like chilling in Cedar Rapids. Um, <laughs> and she was like at the deli in Penn Station eating an egg and cheese sandwich, but like everybody was roasting her because she had it on regular bread. Yeah. Like whole wheat bread. Yeah. So now we all just think she's like a lizard person. It looks disgusting. It didn't look good. No. It makes me think of like uh, like a gas station sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's because of the bread, I think. Yeah. Um, and also she did the, the post of her <laughs> standing at attention like uh, Kamala Harris for Wakanda. Yes. <laughs> and... Which was hugely pandering. I hate that. Yeah. And she also had the post of her like it was supposed to be like a candid of her like jamming to Cardi B in her office. Yeah, that's extremely rough. The whole genre of women that are horny for democratic politics struck again following the Beto holds you down and fucks you until you come so hard your calves cramp. (coughs) Are you still sick, dude? No, I don't know what's going on. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) You got a dart one? Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't darting, Um. but... So basically, that tweet borned the horny Kamala Harris tweet, which was that a woman tweeted, my husband said that Kamala Harris is the ideal democratic candidate. Yeah, like across all boards, essentially, like the ideal candidate. Yeah, and then she said, and then I said, would you like two or three blowjobs today? (laughs) I'm going to reward my husband for having a thought. I just, I fucking hate that because it's like people can't conceive politics without ascribing some sort of like, like caricature to people. You know what I mean? So it's like either the person's like, they want to fuck the person. So it's like Beto, like they want to fuck him. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, they're like, like a god, you know, like Hillary Clinton, like I'm with her, like whatever. So it's like anyone Mm. that is like, I like Hillary, then they're like the apex of like morality. Yeah. For sure. I'm definitely guilty of, uh, like, ascribing sexual thoughts to political candidates. But That's fine. I don't like the entire concept of treating oral sex or... <laughs> sex that's interesting in any capacity as a treat a gift or a reward yeah i think that it's extremely dark (laughs) you know what i mean i think that if you're in a healthy sexual relationship you should probably be giving blowjobs or you know eating pussy just because that's part of a normal sex life i don't think that you should be i hate this like yeah i hate this whole concept where it's like oh, I don't know what to get my husband or my boyfriend for Valentine's Day or Christmas or his birthday or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, well, just like give him a blowjob. And it's like, yeah, that's a fucking Tuesday, bitch. Okay, that's not a gift. Why would you (laughs) not 
already be like doing what like uh, why would you not have already negotiated like doing things that your partner wants sexually right like well, that's what i'm saying and i don't like this i i find it very sterile that <laughs> liberal feminists like sometimes they tweet their male partners like their children or something it's yeah. like oh you think that a, a female candidate is a is a good choice here have a sticker yeah like, like they want to be their so husband's good. mommy they do but then it's like yeah i don't know it's like they're projecting their own like um political beliefs onto like what they think is like a blank slate because they don't expect men to like have thoughts or do anything i guess which is really weird because men treat women the same way yeah so it's like oh, my husband agrees with me. Like, look how good of a feminist I am that I convinced him that, like, having a woman candidate is a good idea. My least favorite (laughs) genre of woman on the internet and off is uh, bragging about how good of a feminist my male partner is. Yeah. Because, like, it's never true. It's always doing the bare minimum. It's always, like... My husband knows that I worked all day, so he did the dishes, so I'm going to give him the blowjob of his life. Ugh. <laughs> you know what Christ. I mean? It's like, he, it, it's not feminist for your husband to do the dishes. You guys live in the same house. You he sh- should be doing... <laughs> what would he do if he lived alone? The dishes. Yeah, he'd Hopefully. have to. <laughs> he'd have to eventually. Also, like, my... Plus, he does pop for dead politics. Of course. But it's never, like, a coercive... You know what? The, that's why the tweet in, rubs me the wrong way is because it's almost like, like I said, she's, she's instructing him to say things that she wants to hear, and then she's rewarding him to kind of, like, create positive associations with behaviors such as endorsing her her preferred political candidates no yeah yeah, like my pussy definitely gets wet for good politics (laughs) but like that's because obviously you probably for the most part want to fuck people that have similar beliefs and ethics to you i I do do. for sure so it's like it shouldn't be like you have someone that you consider a blank slate and then as soon as they like robot mimic what you said then all of a sudden it's like go time also I am annoyed by people that are calling Kamala Harris an ideal candidate, and I can't... Yeah. I'm really not looking forward to being called a a racist and a misogynist for the next two years for openly denouncing Kamala Harris, but she has a horrible record, and she hasn't done anything positive for the two minorities that she is supposedly representing. Yeah. Like, she's really only served to continue like neo-slavery in the prison system and also anti-sex work she has a huge a horrible record for anti-sex work she made it or did work to make it a crime to have children who are truant from school jesus so like parents can get in trouble for their children skipping school legally and it's like that specifically really targets Working parents mm-hmm. and Who aren't, single parents. Don't know, maybe. Of course. I mean, I skipped so much school yeah. when I was in high school. And my mom, I had a single mom, and my mom worked. So I would always be home from school before she was. So if the 
stool called to leave a message about me stripping stool i would just delete the message yeah and then when my brother was old enough to strip stool i would call the stool and tell them he had a dentist appointment or whatever yeah and it's like <laughs> what did my mom do about that don't punish her no you know that's so i didn't know that so i <laughs> knew that she policy. i knew that she had done work to uh shut down Backpage, yeah which was really bad for sex workers and i knew of that course. she did work to not lower the incarceration rate in California? Yeah, a bunch more people were put in jail or kept in jail for uh, like petty drug charges and yeah. shit like that under her. And also she fought to continue allowing prison labor. So where the... Legalized uh, slavery. <laughs> yeah, the incarcerated people are making anywhere between 13 cents an hour to a dollar an hour. Yeah. To do a dollar now if they're doing dangerous work, like firefighting. Yeah. So on average, I think they're making between 13 and 32 cents an hour. Jesus. Yeah. Good policies. So, but it's, it's classic, like, centrist bullshit, right, where it's all about optics, yeah. Like it's about identity politics and they, they want to see representatives that represent what they want to see on a surface level. Like she's black, she's a woman, she's young, whatever, right? It's, yeah. it's a feminist win, blah. Even if you look into it, like black people aren't supporting Kamala Harris no. because they know about her. Well, her policies are affecting those communities. Exactly. Overwhelmingly. And also, but it's it's a classic white liberal feminist problem where they don't care about poor people and they don't, they just, it. it's a very fake pretending to care about black people and marginalized people, prison populations. They don't give a fuck about sex workers. It's very like uh, reminiscent of, you know, being like, oh, well, you have gay marriage now. Like, what else could you possibly want to gay people, right? It's like, oh, you have a black female president. What else Mm -hmm. could women and people of color possibly want? You know? It's it's like very like girls that will put a a rainbow flag over their Facebook profile picture, but then like call you a dyke punch. Everyone I went to high school with. Not everybody I went to high school with. I know some of you guys listen to this podcast. I'm talking about specific bitches. Very like... (laughs) Straight but not narrow. <sighs> Whatever. I just think she's really taking like more female prison guards, more female pimps <laughs> rhetoric to the next level, you know? We need more female pimps. I want to see like candid photos, genuinely candid photos. These would never get released. But of political candidates eating disgusting food, you know, food that you're not proud to be eating. Well, they should have gone to... Donald Trump's McDonald's feast then. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you know, I'd be, if she was just getting off a train and starfing a fucking disgusting gas station, I'd say. That would have been fine. That would have been. Don't uh, try and be relatable about possibly it. Possibly endearing, but yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, I want to uh, see, I want to see a political candidate open their fridge and eat like six pieces of string cheese. That's relatable. <laughs> a block of cheese. <laughs> Peanut uh, butter on the spoon. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Jill Stein. So I hope she runs again. Okay. Otherwise, I'm going to write her name in. <laughs> I'm not an American, but I'm going to write her name in on our next federal election. Fuck yeah. Jill Stein for prime minister. <laughs> It's so annoying that there's already been a female prime minister and she only served for, what, like three months? Yeah, because she was just like an interim. Yeah. But everybody's always like, well, Kim Campbell, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, Wasn't she like, conservative too? 
think so. There will be no, you know, huge like, oh, the first female prime minister to Severin will already be like, oh, well, Cam Campbell did it. I know. <laughs> it's so, like, disappointing. In 1993. Yeah. Damn. I wasn't yeah. even alive then. Me neither. Who is it? A baby. Bobby is. Bobby is. He's a good Bobby boy. Bobby a baby. Everyone who's retweeting this tweet that I retweeted that said, retweeting is the new dating, mm-hmm. is going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because they retweeted it from me. Oh. So they're <laughs> uh, not dating you? No. And they're going to jail. Okay. I don't think that shit's funny. Me neither. She has a lot of followers. She followed me. She, isn't she blue checkmark? Yeah. Yeah, she follows she, me too. She's a comedian. She obviously just has a lot of hustle. Yeah. I mean, good for her. But I think she writes. Yeah. I feel like hustle and talent are like have an inversely proportional relationship that's true because if you're talented (laughs) you probably don't have to hustle as hard because people will give you things for a certain amount of time but also if you're shameless again you lack the self-awareness that makes you a good yeah that's comedian usually right so if you can just shamelessly self-promote you obviously don't have the crippling self-doubt that's essential. Stops you from asking for things, yeah. Yeah, and you don't have the crippling self-doubt that's essential to being, like, a creator of interesting work. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> to be honest, if you're not self-abusing after every set, I don't want to fucking see you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Fashion Week? <laughs> Is it Fashion Week? Is it Fashion Week? Jesus. Paris Haute Couture. Oh, couture? Do you want me to say it? Couture. Yes. <laughs> Is that the name of a fashion week? It's the shows where people splash the fuck out and put on their most ridiculous okay. stuff, which is why everybody's been... Ho- like, how do you say it? Haute couture. Haute couture. Haute couture. Haute couture. Haute couture. All right, so this past week was Paris Haute couture. Is that... <laughs> That's the whole name of it, right? Yes. So a bunch of people were posting photos from the Victor and Rolf show because they were displaying these huge dresses made out of tulle. Yeah, they're like quinceanera dresses mixed with like wedding cakes, kind of. Like there's like layers. Yeah, they're layered and they kind of just look like a bunch of tutus stacked on top of each other. But they have these extremely kind of juvenile messages on yeah, them. Yeah, like Forever 21 style or like Blue Note style graphic tees. Exactly, like when you're just trying to buy a black, a basic black t-shirt for your like job. Like serving jobs. <laughs> serving at Wild Wings. Like every <laughs> shirt that you pull off the sales rack. Says like, rar means I love you in dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, or like tits and tequila. Yeah. Or like... <laughs> no boyfriend no problem yeah so they're like these dresses and then in the middle there's just like a completely non-sequitur set of text or image right so for the some of the examples that went around said uh no photos please or like i'm not shy i just don't like you one just says no which you know is going to be memed like crazy. Yeah, I think the point was for them to be memed, but oh, yeah. I am my own muse. Fucking kill me. 
Oh my god. Less what, is ever? more on the biggest dress ever. Jesus. Go fuck yourself. Victor and Rolf. Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry I'm late. I didn't want to come on like a nightgown style. Uh, I am going to fucking shoot myself if random humor comes back. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. Also, in the articles that they were writing about this collection, people were calling them like high fashion memes. They were like, our memes Ugh. entering the fashion zeitgeist. <laughs> like, obviously, because people know that they can get more traction, right? Yeah, like, well, that's exactly it. People are going to talk about this. And also, yeah, people are going to make memes where it's going to be like, me showing up to your wedding, and then it's going to be a picture of the girl in the dress that says, sorry, I'm late, I didn't want to come. Exactly. Or like, me at work on a Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think it's so tacky because it's like, can't you do anything actually creative that will get people talking? Like, it's it's like a crutch, you know? I get the, uh, how do you say it? Fuck, haute couture. I'm so backwoods. Um, oh, <laughs> haute couture. Haute couture. Or haute, haute couture. Uh, <laughs> we shouldn't have fit this topic. Like, the point is to get people talking about it, right? And to do shit that, not that's confusing, but that people won't understand and that... Yeah. But, like, I think the easiest way to get people talking about fashion is just to make something that's, like, indiscriminately ugly. Yes. And this is, like, sure, it's ugly, but mm-hmm. it just seems such a cop-out. Yeah. I saw a tweet that said that they look like keychains from Claire's. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, 100%. Or, like, uh... Or, like, those, um, shrinky-dink, like... Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, my God, whatever. It's these, like, these, like, sheets of, like, plastic that you could get that you could draw, like, pictures or, like, write words on, and then you make keychains out of them, but they were all, like, really bright colors. You put them in the oven. Okay. Yeah, but they were all, like, really bright, like, pastels. You know what I mean? Like, uh, saturated pastels. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, those t-shirts that we all used to wear in elementary school that would have, like, a monkey on it and it would say like i'm too cute to do math yeah it's like a with like a pink camo. which is still true for the rest that you're too cute to do math yeah beyond like basic accounting i don't even know what that means <laughs> what's my excuse <laughs> you're too gay to do math that's true <laughs> um <laughs> wow only 15 minutes in and I already made my vaguely homophobic comment. Thank God. The episode. Well, if you don't make vaguely homophobic comments, people are going to think that you're not straight. So <laughs> you need to make sure you're setting the record straight every single week, so to speak. Yeah. Anyways, it was, it was ugly. Yeah. I don't know. And I feel like we're going to hear about it for fucking ever. Yeah. Memes that need to die. Yeah, this meme, this one. Don't get it started. The me- this meme needs to die before it's even born. Yeah, let's cancel it. <laughs> Preemptive canceling. Also, for our Canadian listeners, or for our non-Canadian listeners, so there was this independent newspaper being mm-hmm. circulated in Canada, mostly in Toronto, but kind of around Ontario in general, called Your Ward News. Yeah, and both of the guys that were operating it went to court this week and they're facing charges of hate speech against Jews and women. Mm-hmm. And they, I think that the trial's finished now. So 
or no, it hasn't, but they're either going to have six months in prison or have to pay a $5,000 fine. Which seems, uh, I, I don't know if it's lenient or not, because... It feels lenient to me, because if you're going to regulate free speech, which, like, I'm Canadian, so for everybody who isn't Canadian, maybe you won't get it, I think mm. is perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't think you should be allowed to spread hate speech in print. It seems lenient. Like, if you're going to make a law, I, you know what I mean? Yes. I don't think they incited violence, though, which is where I stand with the free speech laws is that I, I think that free speech should be legal as long as you're not. Yeah. Would so you say that using hate speech against groups of people does incite violence against them, though? I think it can. Okay. I don't think that you should have to have proven evidence of violence against a minority to be able to convict someone for spreading hate speech because the intention is to incite violence, right? I guess so. I right? It's they, like it's like if you attempted to murder someone and you yeah. didn't, they can't be like, but you didn't do it. But they're, I don't think they're telling people to cause harm to but, Jews or women. But right? they were advocating for legal rape. Yeah. So that's pretty inciting violence, I would say. I think that's the thing that makes it clear in this case. I guess so. Oh, they also tried to use... The satire yeah, defense. They tried to say it was satire. Extremely funny. I mean, the basic rule of satire is that if people can't tell it's satire, then you failed. So also, James Sears, the kind of the main guy, the face of the newspaper, he lost his license as a medical professional, as a physician, yeah. due to sexual misconduct against three different women, and he also has sexual assault charges from the early nineties. So, so yeah. I mean, he is he is actually violent against women. But here, I'm going to look up some of the... Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's hateful, but it's kind of funny, some of it. So he called feminists dangerous people. He referred to women as triorifist chattels. Triorifist <laughs> chattels? Chattels. Thank you. I actually think that's a little bit reductive because he's neglecting to mention that I actually have two ears and a nose. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Two holes in your nose. Yeah. Well, I got orifices for days. <laughs> orifices <Ladies>. up the asshole. <laughs> he also referred to feminists as Satanists exhilarated by abortion. <laughs> the imagery depicted Jews as devils with serpent tons and reptilian hands, argued that Jews were behind the 9-11 terrorist attacks, and said that the Holocaust was a Jewish myth to strengthen their control of the world. Perfect. Yes. So he's not even being creative in his hate speech. No, he's doing he's doing regular pretty regular hate speech bullshit. Regular anti-Semitic, and I just think calling women tri orifice chattel is extremely <laughs> funny. That's creative. Didn't you say you think he looks like Tommy Wiseau? He does look like Tommy Wiseau. He's like really pale, but has like a pockmarked face. Like he obviously is like done a lot of drugs or something and he has like long dark hair regrettably i find him a little bit hot yeah <laughs> i'm sure he would love that i did i ever tell you that tommy was signed my tits no yeah where at the mayfair yeah nice so where we live there's like a theater that shows the room every month it's like a whole thing and yeah. sometimes the like actors from the room actually come for showings like a greg Cestro? Is that what his yeah, name is? Yeah, Great Cestro. Yeah, came as well last year. Yeah, Great Cestro and Tommy Wiseau came. But this was like a long time before the room was, was a big like 
a big thing. Like it was before the disaster artist and all of that. Yeah. It was, well, I was underage. Okay, nice. Uh, I was fully like 16 or so 17. So Tommy was assigned your underage tit. Hell yeah, bitch. Did you see your nipple? Uh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I still have photos from that. <laughs> That's Anyways, the style looks like a little bit like Tommy Wiseau, but like less Eastern European and more like... Uh, Regular, like run-of-the-mill North American, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, he also... This guy's not only a disgraced doctor, he also uh, was, like, known to be something of a public figure as a pickup artist in Toronto called Dimitri the Lover. <laughs> I wonder if he actually picked up. Oh, I fully doubt it. I doubt it. But it's funny that he hates women, and he was, I guess most pickup artists hate probably women. hate women. Yeah. Yeah. Because they think there's, like, a formula. He does also, have you ever seen that tweet that's like, why do all pickup artists look like failed magicians? <laughs> that's he true. He definitely looks like a failed magician. That's true. And he also ran for a bunch of Canadian elections. He ran to be mayor of Toronto. Yeah. He ran for the Ontario provincial election in 2018. Mm-hmm. He ran as an independent candidate in the t- 2015 federal election. He ran for a council seat in Ottawa. Yeah, in o- Ottawa Centre. That's crazy. Yeah. He just, he wants power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He kind of, I hate to say this, looks a little bit like my dead uncle. <laughs> Who was also famously anti-Semitic. No. (laughs) Sorry. Famously alcoholic. (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe he has... Oh my God. Do you think he has like a booze face? He does have a... I think that's... I think he has a booze face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like very puffy and like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. No wonder I thought he was... (laughs) (laughs) No wonder you thought he was attractive. (laughs) Okay, daddy. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, let's move into the online portion. The internet. The internet. The internet. The internet. (laughs) People keep telling me to do ASMR. I think you'd have a good voice for it. Thanks. It's because I keep posting videos on Twitter when I'm crying, but like pretending like my boyfriend is like making me feel bad, but it's actually just because I'm (laughs) depressed. And I was like, made a video yesterday where I was like, Chad, like, was cheating on me by watching porn. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever met people who went, who like didn't like that their boyfriends watch porn? Yeah. I think that that's so insane. It is. Also, like, if you're not going to let him watch porn, fuck more i guess like i don't know but even still it's like it scratches a different edge it does yeah i yeah. think i don't think it's reasonable to expect your partner to not watch porn no but. and what's he gonna what's he gonna do like train his imagination until he can only come to your face like <laughs> on your face it's like and also listen up honey he's probably thinking about other women when he's fucking you too yeah doesn't stop there the imagination extends no so we are continuing to go out of our way to become corporate shells absolutely we were both on a show this week uh i hosted sophie was on that was officially sponsored by paramount pictures and their soon to release movie what men want featuring taraji p henson yes yes which is a remake of the Mel Gibson movie, What Women Want. Uh, 
I don't know how these sponsorships are happening. No, it's just that the star that works for Paramount Pictures shows up with a bunch of... Like, lives here, I guess? I guess. Like, <laughs> he shows up with, like, posters, and then you gotta put them up at the show, and he gives you prizes and stuff. The prizes this week for this promo were good. They were, like, cum rags that said what men want on them. <laughs> A little bit too on the nose, if you ask me. I like that they're staying true to form, and they still made sure that the this movie stars another famous anti-Semite. Is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if Taraji P. Henson, how she feels. I guess we but... have to assume she's not, because she hasn't said otherwise. Yeah. I said until proven guilty. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you said you felt like you bombed pretty early on. I bombed early on because I was like, hey guys, the show's going to be sponsored by what men want. It's going to be an extremely short movie because it's just going to zoom in on Taraji B. Henson being like, what do men want? A full stomach and empty balls. <laughs> the audience didn't like that. No, but Men it's... did not like that. Well, men are lying to themselves. Men and women in the audience did not favor that comment. <laughs> The movie's 30 seconds long. Long. She just brings him a snack and then jacks him right off. Like, really quick. (laughs) Unlocks his chastity gauge. Jacks him off real quick. (laughs) I'm so glad they're making all these remakes with women starring. It's actually a huge win for feminism. It is. Feminist win. (laughs) I feel like I only did well on that show because there was people that were like, they're not, they weren't heckling, but they were just Mm -hmm. being disruptive because they were talking and I was gay and they were also gay. Yeah. And that's the only reason why it seemed like I did well. Yeah. Because they weren't being like actively disruptive. One of those bitches guessed my punchline. That was so That's never happened to me before. Yeah. It also wasn't a joke that had like a super obvious punchline. That's what I'm saying. It's never happened to me with that joke before. It has happened to me one time before that. Uh, your friend actually just yeah that was my so rude. Line. <laughs> I was so annoyed about yeah. that. Yeah. Also, again, like in terms of looking for sponsorships, we're also taking sponsorships from small businesses and even individuals. In that we are sports bitch media. We're rebranding a sports bitch media. Sports bitch media. So if you want us to wear the paraphernalia belonging to the sports team of your choice Mm -hmm. we will if you give it to us we will say at this point as a podcast we're probably primarily affiliated with the montreal canadians yeah as nhl teams go yeah as nhl teams go i don't personally have any preference for football or basketball well we have to cheer for the raptors yeah because of canada yeah and also we don't watch the cfl I do. You watch the CFL? I am an Alouettes fan. You're an Alouettes fan. Yeah. Okay. All right. So at the CFL, we definitely align ourselves with the Alouettes. And for the NFL? The New York Jets. Okay. New York Jets. Because that's who yeah. my brother cheers for. That's fair. I and like I the... don't have a preference. <laughs> I like the New York Jets and I also like... Nobody uh, likes the Jets. <laughs> I know. I like the Seahawks. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can't like the Green Bay Packers because Ellen likes the Green Bay Packers. Right. That's... <laughs> you need to individuate yourself exactly from other famous lesbians <laughs> local local legends local sophie legend hayes. sophie hayes yeah um but we will 
abandon our principles and wear sports paraphernalia for your team mm-hmm. if you provide it to us. We're also arts bitch media and we'll wear band merch. If you send it to us. If you send it to us. And for any of these people who are going to send us merch to mm-hmm. promo, uh, we will post a picture of us wearing it on our Instagram when we post the pod for that week. Yeah. So <laughs> send us things. <laughs> But Definitely. you're not allowed to know either of our addresses, so no, just we'll D- get a PO box. Just DM us if you want to send us anything, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll we'll get a PO box set up. If there's, I have actually received a Montreal Canadiens hat since I originally put out that information. I'm the proud owner Are of a Montreal Canadiens shirt. <laughs> when did you get since that? Since I initially tweeted that, uh, probably about a month ago. Damn. Okay. <laughs> So there you go. What? <laughs> but we're just putting it out publicly into the world. Yeah, so now you all know. All right, it's time for Beefs of the Week. There's Who do we n- hate this week? Oh, okay, listen. <laughs> uh, this is really just an extension of last week, okay? Because okay. I redid my Tinder profile and my Bumble profile. Okay. And I've been getting, like, a fuck ton of matches. Hell yeah, bitch. Apparently I was ugly before. <laughs> <laughs> what did you change i changed all my photos i didn't change my bio at all okay yeah mm-hmm. i'm getting matched with a lot of other pisces girls which i don't appreciate okay but my beef is specifically because um, they want you to top them i know <laughs> jesus christ pisces famously bottoms <laughs> i'm not even like i <laughs> was giving me a, a knowing look if but <laughs> I'm not really. I just find it exhausting, and it's probably because I only fuck straight girls. Yes. That they always want me to, like, be a man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, like, averse. It's fine. You don't believe me. I can tell. That's okay. All right. We'll whatever. All right. That's tell me fine. about your beef. <laughs> so, specifically Tinder, you, there's the option to send, like, gifts. Oh, okay. GIFs, GIFs, whatever. GIFs, yeah. GIFs. And my beef is with people who initiate conversations by sending a GIF. I remember that and it being annoying. It's so annoying. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck do you want? (laughs) Well, it's like GIF Twitter. You know what I mean? And I hate GIF Twitter. Me too, because they can't think of anything to say, especially if they're mad at you. So then they just reply to your tweet with like, eye roll. Or they're, like, trying to get your yes. attention. Yeah, so they send you, like, person waving. Yeah, or, like, nodding their head. Or, like, a cute gif of, like, a penguin. Or, like, a cat. Uh, fuck off. Yeah. Lesbians so, and cats, man. So I'm getting a lot of matches, and at least 20% of them are people that are already in relationships, and I didn't realize because I don't read bios. And then mm-hmm. the other 20% is, like, people who are responding with gifs. Yeah. To open conversations. What are you supposed to say? Like, that cat's fucking cute? I don't know. Like, I don't... Do you respond with a gif? I don't respond. If they only send a gif. And I also had this girl who, like, sent me a message and I, like, responded. And then she sent me another message and I didn't respond right away. So then she sent me another one. Yeah. And then I didn't respond because she, like, double texted me. And I was like, okay, like, relax. Yeah. And then she sent me a third message. Holy fuck, I don't know no, you, you like, like that. that. <laughs> and it was like the next day. So she sent me two messages and I didn't respond. It was like evening. I was like, fuck, like, I, I don't, 
bumble at night you know what i mean like you know what i'm saying like i was like busy you, bu- you bumble responsibly yeah you don't get twisted and swipe i used to no. do that when like i get twisted i swipe right on everybody just because yes. i want to know who wants to fuck me and it's always people that look like me want to so, fuck like, you yeah so like i'm not really into like mm. butch women normally yeah but they love me yeah so it's like every time I swipe right on everybody, I'm getting mm. like matches like as soon as I swipe. Yeah. That are just like people that look exactly like me. That's so weird. It's so weird. Guys that look like me really want to fuck me too. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even imagine what that Guys would look that are like. Five five and 125 pounds. <laughs> With like, <laughs> like a flow, like hockey hair. With like really long hair and like really big lips for some reason. Jesus. <laughs> that would be a type. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that's fucking annoying. Yeah. Throw gifts in the trash. It Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And I also feel like reaction images a lot of the time are really annoying because yes. they don't require you to say anything intelligent. No. I think it's fine for like memes. Yeah. But they shouldn't be responses. I think that gifts can be really funny. Mm-hmm. But like standalone. Yeah. When people tweet them or something. Not yeah. when people are, are using them in lieu of saying no, something. No, I think that they're appropriate in a meme context. Yes, yeah. precisely. That's it. I have two beefs this week. The first one being with fake job postings. So I almost got scammed <laughs> this week. Rip. Yeah, because I've been... I have two jobs, but... I'm just like a greedy job dragon, so I've been looking for more. (laughs) Something more interesting. No, I'm trying to, not trying to quit one of my jobs, but one of my jobs is going to be over in the beginning of May. So I've been kind of applying for jobs, and I've applied to this job online, and the guy was kind of asking me a lot of questions. They weren't weird questions, all of them, but, you know, a lot of- There was just a lot. There was just a lot of them, and- I kind of thought that the job sounded almost too good to be true. So he was emailing me from a a website, like an address that was at a website that was just slightly different than the corporate website for the company that he was posing as. Yeah. And so I looked up that website and it was a parked domain. And then I looked up the registration for the domain and it had only been registered three days ago okay so yeah. yeah so he had created it especially for that purpose and he also was saying that if i needed supplies or whatever to do the job that he was going to send me the funds for them and i was like oh i think the scam is that he's going to ask people for their direct deposit information yeah right so i had to contact the company that he was posing as to let them know that somebody was impersonating them and it was like this whole you did a good deed but it's really annoying it's fucking annoying and it's like the job search is just depressing enough without scammers yeah it's already hard like they don't need to make it fucking any harder yeah and my second beef of the week is with i saw this chick tweeting okay but she released a book that's called how to date men when you hate men Ooh, cute, like, alliter- it's on alliteration. It's, like, a cute rhyme. Yeah. It's very, like, I feel like it's probably the same type of book as, like, he's just not that into you. Yeah. Which is, like, for a very sad type of woman that still subscribes to Cosmopolitan magazine. 
<laughs> seriously subscribes to it and not ironically yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> like a woman that's like ah that's why dread left me because i didn't put a scrunchie on his balls <laughs> i didn't grapefruit him i didn't put ice cubes in my mouth and then sip hop tea and give him an alternating temperature blowjob excuse me <laughs> that's a real thing dude I'm so glad I'm gay. Not that people do, but that's a real Cosmo tip. Okay. Anyways, I just, I think that it's so annoying that there's this whole whole culture going around. And I, listen, I've felt this way before. Every person that dates men has felt this way before, but it's like, it is frustrating to be like, oh, fuck, sometimes I hate men. But my pussy doesn't know. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I still have to but like, fuck I, them or date them sometimes, right? I feel that way about women too. And I think what it is is like you're just disillusioned with dating in general. And that happens to everybody. It does. And also like how to date men when you hate men. It's like when people say that there's an extremely fine line between hate and love. Yeah. Like in what world can you feel attraction Without feeling at least an ounce of repulsion. Towards at least someone else, if not the person themselves, right? Because That's, you can't have positive emotions without negative emotions. Of course. And and not liking someone doesn't mean that you're not... Attracted to them? Sexually or romantically yeah. interested in them, unfortunately. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why you hang out with your friends and... <laughs> fuck people that you're sexually attracted not that you don't hang out to people you know what i mean but you don't need to get everything you don't need to get everything from from everyone yeah yeah i just think it's such a tired idea i don't i think that men do deserve to get shot on as a group sometimes but i just think it's really tired i just i don't think that anybody needs to be dating ever (laughs) they don't right it's like how to date men when you hate men it's like don't stop you can just not date you could just not yeah, date. if you're if you're finding this to be such a problem you're also probably holding people to an impossible standard i would assume so like i'm really i know that i'm probably a little bit i'm famously a pisces mm-hmm. i'm probably a little bit more lenient to yeah. the other side honestly where like you know i'm pretty understanding that people yeah can be shitty and also dead all in one person yeah i feel like both of us put up with a lot of like bad behavior well yeah because you have to realize that somebody is a multifaceted an an entire person yeah anyways that was productive and don't read how to dating sets and relationship books okay i'm gonna throw that one out there sure listen guys full stomach drained balls all men are perverts, even the dead ones. What else did you possibly really need to know? What are your tips for how to make women happy in relationships, if you had to guess? I would still say that I'm a sweet angel if I'm, like, fed, caffeinated, and cummed. Okay. <laughs> so, same thing. So, more or less the same yeah. thing. But... I don't know, just be interesting to hang out with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't I don't personally need a lot of emotional support, yeah. but I know that some people might 
require that yeah yeah that would be what would you say yeah i'd say the same probably like i don't i don't even know like fucking being an interesting conversationalist at the very least that's what i'm saying be fun to hang out with yeah Yeah. be interesting to hang out with and like when i say that i just mean like actually listen to what other people say be easy to make plans with be easy to make plans that's a huge one in terms of friendships and relationships don't give me the fucking run around about when to hang out you know even if it's like I'm busy that night, but we can hang out after I'm done doing my shit or whatever. Yeah, you know what like I mean? Give that's, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think my requirements for friendship and dating are pretty much the same. It's like be easy to hang out with mm-hmm. in the sense of like scheduling time as well as like actually hanging out with. Like you don't yeah. always have to be on. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Yeah, somebody that doesn't require constant entertainment the entire time that you're with them. Yeah. Also, I would say if you get into an argument, just drop it and apologize quickly. Oh my god, I... That's a really big one for me. Something that irritates me so much is when people won't cop to things that they did wrong unless they get confronted about it. Yes, or... I apologize all the time for things that I think I'm like, oh, that wasn't really good of me, you know what I mean? Like, I hate when people won't own up to stuff. Yeah, and... If you're arguing about something small and it's like, okay, we know that one or both of us is in a bad mood for unrelated reasons right now, just drop it. Because your relationship or your friendship doesn't need to suffer. Let's say because you're arguing about something tiny, but one of you had a bad day at work or you're both really hungry and tired or you're in the car and you don't know where the fuck you're going. You know what I mean? You don't need to have a huge argument. I also think it's really... Blow up out of that. Yeah, and that also, I think, relates to, like, the toxicity of being, like, don't go to bed angry, and, like, people do that with their friends, too, right? Like, they don't want to leave, like, an argument unless it's resolved, and it's, like, sometimes you're arguing about nothing, Yeah. so just let it go, right? Like, go to bed angry, or... Just fuck off for a minute. Just each fuck other. off for a minute. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> if your friendship or your relationship can't sustain one argument about nothing, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a whole mess. Anyways, that that was <laughs> your beef of the week. <laughs> that was my beef of the week. Sorry, which I got fired about that. Impromptu dating advice. <laughs> We're never gonna give dating advice on this podcast, by the way. Uh, my dating <laughs> advice is just. <laughs> Yeah, don't argue. Be easy to make plans with. Feed me. <laughs> Feed me and, and get me off. Like, yeah. It's not that difficult. Bring me coffee when I'm in bed. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally it. <laughs> All right. Let's move into our tweet of the week. So mine, uh, it was hard. I had two, but I went with this one. Uh, so it's by Grant Tucker, mm-hmm. at Grant Tucker. And it's a screenshot. So his caption is, the Princess Diana Memorial Group is the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) And it's a screenshot of a post in a group called Princess Diana Keep Her Memory Alive on Facebook. (laughs) And a man named Martin Kevill posted this. And he said, when our princess passed away, I wrote a poem in primary school. It's been on my bed (laughs) sit ever since. I thought I'd share X. Obviously, he's British. Yeah. What's a bed sit? Uh, like a bedside table. Okay, okay. Why you cry? Because of Lady Die. What happened? Lady Die. Oh no, I'm sad. My dripping eyes. Lady Die. Lady Die. 
I <laughs> love all the posts from that Lady Die memorial, memorial group. group. Did you see the one of the person that only eats off a plate with her face on it? But they never cover her face. But they never cover her face. <laughs> yes. So it just looks like she has like a mashed potato wig and shit on. Yeah. Holy I, fuck. I was looking at wedding photos from my parents' wedding last night. And yeah. my mom had like a lady dye haircut. Yeah, my mom <laughs> so had bad. short hair and like a wedding dress with like lawn puff sleeves and shit too. That was just my mom wore a pink sweater to her wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> my parents got married in a motel in Kingston on the way to Toronto to fly to England for a honeymoon, and they invited one person. Okay. Didn't tell anyone they were getting married. Got married at nine in the morning. Had eggs Benedict and a frozen cake because the bitch who made their wedding cake forgot to take it out of the freezer and then flew to England. So my dad was wearing like white pants and like a jacket and my mom was wearing a white skirt and a pink like pullover sweater. Okay. That's kind of cool. It's kind of sick. Yeah. The motel's torn down now. It's not there anymore. Really? Yeah. My grandmother, like my paternal grandmother called the venue and tried to get them to cancel the venue for my parents wedding because she hates my mom and thought that she was a drifter whore (laughs) well (laughs) i'm a drifter whore from a a long legacy of drifter whores before my mother was a drifter whore my mother's mother was a drifter whore Okay, so my tweet of the week is from Emotional Support Lesbian. <laughs> I love that. And her at is at God Hates Elena. Okay. At God Hates A-L-A-Y-N-A. Nice. And the tweet is, the hardest pill to swallow is that Shrek is probably a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. I absolutely do. He lives off the grid. Okay. He definitely, he wants to just be left alone. He hates like society and the government. That's true. Like a wife that only he thinks is attractive. (laughs) He probably is like a sovereign citizen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He definitely is. He's like, taxation is theft. Get off of my swamp. That's so true. <laughs> Fuck, that's really astute. Yeah, that made me laugh super hard this week. Emotional support lesbian. That's very funny. That's like me. You, yeah. <laughs> You're my emotional support lesbian. I know. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah. I'm actually a dog mom to not two, not three, but four dogs. That contextualized my joke that I tried to write. Which one? The one about how men wanting to fuck me should be illegal, because it's basically like fucking a dog. (laughs) (laughs) That still doesn't make sense to me, but that doesn't mean I don't find it funny. Okay. (laughs) All right. It is time for Dumb Dumb Bitch of of the the Week. This is a message that I got on Instagram. Nice. And this man is saying, (laughs) you seem to be a very insolent young lady. A good spanking over my knees would be appropriate. I might send you to the corner as well. Why do people think it's appropriate to send stuff like that with absolutely zero context? 
It's so funny that he <laughs> went through my social media presences and was like, ooh, you know what this girl needs? A smack. Discipline. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. But that's so gross. It's so disgusting. Yeah. He's definitely one of those, like, dom guys who just has a bunch of pictures of himself. Wearing probably. an ill-fitting suit. Yeah, from, like, the chin down. Yeah, giving, like, a like a come here, like, motion in a GIF format. Yeah, I feel like, the, yeah, he does that... <laughs> Those gifts of those guys, I feel like that's how they finder. Yeah, where they're just like, uh, like I can't even explain it. Like, uh, I know no one can see it. Uh, like fucking, like from Toy Story, like the claw. Yeah, they're just like smacking their <laughs> middle and index fingers against their palm. Oh. Like repeatedly. Ew. Make that pussy clap. Uh. <laughs> so that was. That was enjoyable. I hate that. Should I let him whip me into shape? Like probably not. I don't think so. He it probably wouldn't. He probably wouldn't even be good at it. Maybe next time, Louis Montreal four twenty. Stop. That's <laughs> such a good name. Ew. Louis MTL four twenty. <laughs> I love. Okay, maybe you should. Guys. <laughs> All right, we're debuting a new segment this week. It's going to be intermittent, but it's a good one. It doesn't happen every week, but it happens often enough that we can do a semi-occasional segment yeah. for it. So this week's uh, new segment is called People Explain My Jokes to Me. <sighs> There's nothing that I love more than when I, I say something funny, especially if it's conversationally. Like in you know what life, I mean? Not yeah. like if it's... It does happen to me that sometimes people they'll explain my like my stage jokes to mm-hmm. me, or they'll fat check my jokes to yeah. me. Um, like when I used to do the my boyfriend is a communist bit, guys would always mm-hmm. come up to me after the show and say, "I don't think you understand what communism means." Yeah. <laughs> Or like, Which was a personal favorite of mine. One time someone told me that the funny part of my joke about fucking my coworkers was that it was like <laughs> women having sex. <laughs> the funniest part Which is isn't the is... isn't the punchline. <laughs> no, and it's also not inherently funny to think about two women having sex. That's like people that think that the jokes about Donald Trump and and being gay for each other are super funny and it's like why because they're both men. men maybe people just think it's funny that i fuck specifically well my coworkers famously don't believe that i you fuck have sets or i date or that anyone even tries to yeah that's me i think it's so funny i think people think that about me maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so the people explain my jokes to me segment for this week is i tweeted man i cannot get enough of these phonics dude i think i'm addicted (laughs) okay and then some guy replied and said would you say that you're hooked on phonics that's literally the joke (laughs) oh my god i can't yeah (laughs) jesus christ I find the same thing happens to me a lot online. 
but not yeah. with jokes. So I'm bastardizing the concept of this segment, but okay. with linguistic concepts. Right. So. so for people that don't know, I have a degree in linguistics. Yes. And I'll tweet like... Okay, smart bitch media. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I dropped out, so like whatever. <laughs> twice. Um, <laughs> but like I'll tweet something about language or like it's mm-hmm. obviously stuff that's jokes, but then people will explain it to me using like very elementary level linguistic concepts. And I'm like, no, I know why. Yeah. Like I'm aware. It's fine. One of my personal favorites is when people that aren't comedians give me feedback about what they liked or didn't like about my jokes. Like when that guy that I worked with came to see a show and he was like, yeah, you were like way funnier than I was expecting, but um, I like longer bits. (laughs) And I was like, so you like storytelling comics? And he was like, yeah, that's it. I was like, well, that's not exactly... It's a different type of joke. What I do. That's like going to, I don't know, like, let's say a hardcore show that your friend was playing and being like, yeah, you guys were pretty good. But like, I like jazz music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because your coworkers that came to that, all they did was like, finally bought in that you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but like... Because I have so many jokes about just drinking cum. <laughs> yeah. And then like... They bought in that you fucked, but then, like, were criticizing your jokes. And it was like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you work with me just and you see me in the street or at a show, just look the other way. <laughs> was that the show where your coworkers, like, sat right next to me and didn't talk to me the whole time? Yes. And I, like, tried to introduce myself, and they were like, okay. Yes. <laughs> and also, and then afterwards, the next day at work, they were all like, who's that girl that was at your show? And I was like, oh, that's my best friend, Sophie. And they were like, do you guys fuck? Like, (laughs) could have asked me when I was there. Also, one of the girls that came to that show, she found a guy that was there that I was sleeping with, attractive. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because she also fucked my ex. Yeah. And I was like, we can't be living parallel lives where we're attracted to and trying to have sets with all the same guys. She's not allowed to be around you socially. No, because she has the exact same taste in men as I do. And she doesn't have respect for... No. Like, people (laughs) already being engaged with other people. No, she doesn't. And also, we're pretty similar... Well, we're not super similar I don't think you're similar types at all. No, I guess not. No. She's like... Like, maybe if you don't know what women look like, you know what I mean? Well, that's the the problem, but men group us all together by... Long hair. uh, Exactly, what your hair looks like in your weight class. Yeah, okay, so you're the same type. Thin women with long, dark hair. Approximately (laughs) 5'5". No, she's really tall. Oh, okay, I only saw her sitting down. She's like 5'10". Oh, fuck. Yeah, she's got long feet, too. Damn. (laughs) That's why my ads liked her. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. Yeah, thanks. Uh, send us sports paraphernalia. Yeah, or band merch. Yeah. Or, you know what? Anything. Fuck, Fuck it. it. <laughs> Let us know if you want to send us anything. Don't mail us food um, unless no. you're local. Yeah, Maybe. unless we actually know you, I think. Yeah, if anyone from. I'm from Newfoundland. Uh, if anyone from Newfoundland is listening, and you would like to somehow mail me 
Lime Crush or Purity Trackers. <laughs> I would She's interested. That. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>